When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? I had to tell Chris Carlin this, but in my experience, a walking taco is with Fritos, not with Doritos. I'm trying to picture, would that make yeah, it he's better? Yeah, he's completely wrong about that. Yeah, I, to me, it's Fritos, and it always has meat in it. Like, you, you can't be a vegetarian and eat a walking taco. Uh, Candy and Carlin on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80. We are without the guys today, four days before Christmas. We don't even have anybody named Chris on this show right now. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He is Matt Jones, Triple H, say ESPN. We're going to get to your calls on Dabo Swinney and the cheesiest person in sports coming up. But, Matt, the, uh, the defending champs are in deep trouble. It's a bad year. They're injured. They have no draft picks to speak of. And it's gotten to the point where I'm wondering if they sold, like, five years of bad football just to win one Super Bowl last year. Well, maybe, but I'm but it'd be worth it, right? I mean, like, like I think if you win a title, it's worth every if you if you tell almost anybody listening, you get a title in the next four or five years, you stink. They're all going to do it because it's worth it. That's why you do this. Oh, 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 hold on, that's easy to say when you're winning the championship, and then when you're watching the four or five crappy years on a lot of Sundays, I think you're doing yard work and taking your family to the pumpkin patch and not watching your team. Okay, fair enough. But you know what? You got that year. And so you, you would ask him, would you rather not have the time? I mean, well, I, I think it's a good question, though. Do, do, would you make that trade? If I said to you, so your team is the Denver Broncos. You all stink. So if I told you that next we do. year. Thank you the, for reminding I'm just, well, I want you to know you stink. I mean, really, it's the absolute worst, and I want to make sure you understand that. Now, do you – if I say to you, you will be good – next year, and you'll win a title, but then five years you're going to stink like you do this year, you're going to take that, aren't you? Well, I would worry because there's no hope. Like, are they in L.A. as a Rams fan? Are there Rams fans? If there are, in L.A., like, are they They're clinging to this Matthew <laughs> Stafford news? They, yes. uh, uh, Matthew Stafford's wife, Kelly Stafford, hosts a podcast called The Morning After with Kelly Stafford. And this week, I wonder how she. That's a real it. thing, by the way. I guess this. There's week a she... podcast called "The Morning After" with <laughs> Kelly Stafford. <laughs> that's that's, that's what... a real. Po- Wait, a hang on, just a second. That's You're what the not, computer you... screen says. <laughs> that, 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 there's a podcast called "The Morning After" with Kelly Stafford. Do we I'm know that you, to be true? I, I let's bring in producer Evan, who apparently <laughs> cut this out. Do you and... listen to this, Evan? Are you big on "The Morning After" with Kelly Stafford? No, but I saw the clip floating around there, and and this is the name of the podcast, and this is what Matthew Stafford said on the podcast, does and I Matthew think it's Stafford newsworthy. Join like every week, or does is he a regular guest, or does what are we normally I think you talking guys about on the, the morning point of what Matthew Stafford is saying? Let's not no, get hung up know, on the name. 
I'm much more interested in the morning after with Kelly Stafford. Like, what do we normally talk about on the morning after? What with happened Kelly last Stafford? night? Obviously, based on the name, that's what that would lead me to believe. Can, right. Is there a way we could play clips of of past episodes, Evan? That we could just make. As a matter of fact, I, we're here for the next three hours. I'm good with us having maybe every segment, Aaron, a little bit of the morning right. after. Why don't Aaron, I with, just read some of the like? Let's do. Let's the, learn the, what is normally okay. on the morning sure. after with with Kelly Stafford. Sure. So so this past week was the morning after Matthew answers uh, to retirement. Uh, the morning after, I did not drug my kids. What? The you morning did not after, drug your kids. he officially asks to move in. So, it, it I mean, seems- hang on just a second. I want to read this here. You're skipping over some good stuff. This is the description, Aaron, of the morning after. I di- this episode is called "I Did Not Drug My Kids," which good. I didn't I'm, even know. I'm, I'm glad I didn't even know she had been accused. Here's what she says: Another fun episode with Kelly! Exclamation point. Another segment of the story. A good bad hus a good bag hunt bad hunty moment. Whoa. What is a hunty? And then how to be dad to daddy. Oh, hold on. You may want to listen to the episode on November twenty second, Matt. Kelly yes. sits down with her friend and Rams offensive coordinator's wife, Ashley Cohen, for a fun <laughs> episode fun. diving into what it's like to be married to a football coach. That, I that mean, is that, fun. That might it help you, you know, when if if and when Liam goes to Kentucky. Well, I would say that sounds like a fun episode. Can we well, get back listen, on track, please? The morning after with Kelly Stafford, in addition to being great entertainment, Aaron, also provides news. That's right, because Matthew Stafford joined his wife, Kelly, on her podcast, as we're learning, the morning after with Kelly Stafford, <laughs> and said this about potential retirement. Oh, good. And a lot of people are asking this, which I already know the answer to, but retirement, are you retiring? Oh, no. Okay, thank you. Sorry, I, I figure like... I say it, but no one listens to me. So I feel like coming out of oh, your no. mouth. No, I think people are really asking it because I've been so emotional on this podcast. Is that set in stone? Like he's not retiring today. Well, he's not retiring on the morning after with Kelly Stafford. Whether or not he's retiring with the Rams, I'm not sure yet. I mean, that's easy to say, but we'll wait and see. I mean, I, I said this in the last segment, but I think it's important to note because I do think this is a piece of news that's real, and it's not just people saying things. Liam Cohen is the offensive coordinator for the Rams. He is going to leave at the end of the year to be the offensive coordinator with the University of Kentucky, where he was the offensive coordinator last season. He has all but said that, and it's been essentially reported here. So let's just assume that happens. When would an offensive coordinator leave a job with the defending Super Bowl champs to come to a college job unless, Aaron, he thought the whole thing was going to blow up at the end right. of the year? Why and that would Sean you make McVay a was going to leave? Move, right, yeah, from, why would you do that? I mean, I, I guess a personal reason. Maybe we'd lead, need to listen to the morning after with Kelly Stafford <laughs> episode. Maybe with we Liam's, do. With Liam's wife to kind of learn a little bit more about you know, maybe she misses the good people of Lexington and the Stoops family. and But I, I guess that is a curious one. And there have been these Sean McVay rumors that have been floating around for a while. This is from Dan Graziano and Jeremy Fowler. They do a latest buzz column every week that's must read, that has all kinds of rumors and innuendo from the National Football League. And they say, Sean McVay taking the golden parachute via the broadcast booth seems plausible. But Graziano says, talk to a couple people around the Rams 
who've had a hard time thinking McVeigh would walk away on a down year so that he'd be more likely to go like last offseason coming off the Super Bowl. He's kind of all but said, though, right, Matt, that that he he wants to coach in the future, but that he needs a little bit of a break. Yeah, and he doesn't have the option to leave last year. You know what I mean? Like, like I mean, when he says, well, yeah, would it have made more sense for him to leave last year? Probably, but he didn't. So now the question is, is he going to leave this year? I have no idea. I'm just saying if you are him, is that would you want to come back for another year? Because, Aaron, what are the chances they're good next year? Zero. I mean, they, it, they, they're I, I zero. Mean, I, they're I, not going to be don't good. They, they, Cooper Cup is one of the best receivers in the league. Um, I don't think Stafford can stay healthy, and I don't know that he's actually going to come back and play, that you can count on him for more than a game. I think Aaron Donald is going to retire. You know, I don't know how much yeah. football he has left. There were rumors about that last offseason, and they have no mechanism to improve their football team at all, except for sixth and seventh round draft picks. So it's sort of like a LeBron move, right, where – he used up all the natural resources to win this one Super Bowl, and now it's time for him to turn and walk away because I don't think the Rams are going to be good next year, and I'm not sure they're going to be good for half a decade. And they all have other things they can do. I mean, the offensive coordinator is going to Kentucky. McVay can go in the booth. Matthew Stafford has the morning after podcast, and we know what the future is for that. So there's a lot of things that they can go do. Why go run it back and be bad in L.A.? Well, listen, if you don't like listening to the morning after with Kelly Stafford, you can always check out ESPN Radio's coverage of bowl games. Tune in tonight. It's yes. the R&L Carriers New Orleans Bowl. Coverage begins 830 Eastern on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Up next, one college football coach who is threatening to be cheesier than Dabo Swinney. I don't know how it's possible, but it's next on Candy and Carlin. I'm Aaron Goldhammery's Matt Jones on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Now, let's talk about the play of the week. The pressure to follow up Hypnotic and Cognac, weighing heavy on the team. Hypnotic was in the cup, blue and ready for the play. And boom! Añejo Tequila came in with a smooth assist to Hypnotic's tropical fruit finish. Shaken, strained, poured. It was green and good! The playmaking splash shifted the tempo. Another great cocktail from the Hypnotic team. Every season is Hypnotic and Tequila season. Hypnotic Liqueur, Bardstown, Kentucky, 17% alcohol by volume. Hypnotic reminds you to think wisely, drink wisely. Hi, it's Mike Greenberg letting you know ESPN Bet is ready to take you through all the biggest sports moments this spring. The official sportsbook of ESPN has exclusive offers and markets from Scott Van Pelt, Stephen A. Smith, and me, plus many more. From the playoff intensity to finally getting out to the ballpark, there's no better time for sports fans. Sign up today. New users get a bet reset up to $1,000 in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Download ESPN Bet today. What a play. Must be 21 plus and present in select states. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. See app for details. <laughs> Who is the cheesiest person in sports? Cheese, it's good. Along with Russell Wilson and Dabo. I would throw Kirk Cousins in without. You like that? He might be far and away the cheesiest. Chris is in Peoria, Illinois. But I'm going a little bit off the radar. I'm going Carl Anthony Towns. Okay, so Joe is in Western Kentucky. And I know they're, they're football royalty, but the Manning brothers. You're right. Omaha! It ain't easy being cheesy. 
Triple H, say ESPN. Who you got? Cheesiest person in sports. Candy and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. We're on uh, Sirius XM Channel 80. You can also check us out on your smart speakers. I, I hate to name any of the smart speakers because in, in the past, Matt, people have complained. What is a smart said, speaker? I don't know what that is. That I've said, like, if I say, hey, Alexa, play ESPN oh, Alexa. Radio, I just made 50,000 people across the country's Alexa play ESPN Oh, does that Radio. happen? Well, then yes. let's do that. Yeah. Hey, oh. Alexa, play ESPN Radio. That's making a mess. Okay, give me another one. What's another one? I want to do them all. Google, play ESPN Radio. Hey, Google, play ESPN Radio. Hey, TikTok, play ESPN Radio. You're, you're confused about what TikTok is. Hey, Triple- Truth Social, play ESPN Radio. <laughs> that is, Truth Social doesn't realize that ESPN oh. Radio exists, I don't think. Okay, Triple eight, say ESPN. Who is the cheesiest person in sports? We are presented by Progressive Insurance. We're talking about this because... Boy, Dabo Swinney stepped in a big pile of cheese when he was giving his National Signing Day press conference talking about name, image, and likeness, NIL, at Clemson earlier today. We built this program on NIL. We really did. And, we really and did. I, it's probably different than what you're thinking, though. We, we built this program in God's name, image, <laughs> and likeness. Oh. It, it's probably different than what you're thinking, though. We built it in God's name, image, and likeness. I'm sure. Call, and you'll get a blessing. Doesn't he sound like a televangelist? I promise you, in the offseason, Joel Osteen is his offensive coordinator, the way he talks. I mean, he is such a cheese ball. It drives me crazy. And you're talking to somebody who, like, don't say I'm being, like, anti-religion. I'm the same religion as him. I believe in God just as much as him. But I'm not going to get up here and go, the Candy and Carlin show is built in the image of name, image, and likeness like of the Lord. I would never say that. that that's, that's right. God is a much bigger fan of Greeny than he is of Candy <laughs> oh, and Carlin. Listen, if God's going to listen to sports radio, it's going to be Greeny and first take at the same time. Triple H say ESPN. Jim in Phoenix is on ESPN Radio. Who you got, Jim? Jim. Jim. Did we see? We turned Jim it away? off when we put when we when we turned his Alexa off when we said <laughs> that, and unfortunately he he went away. I actually I have another one that somebody said, but they hung up a minute ago. How about Jim Harbaugh as a cheesy guy? With the khaki pants and the sort of moralizing. Don't you think he's a little cheesy, maybe? Yeah, I I guess I'm having trouble defining cheesy other than saying I know it when I see it. Is it Okay, what about this? Is it What about John Calipari? Is John Calipari cheesy? Yes, 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 definitely. I'm going to make you say it because I don't want to get in trouble with my people. Why do you think Cal is cheesy? Because I think his whole shtick about... We're not really here to win national championships. We're here to get guys ready for the NBA. It's all a little disingenuous because okay. it really helps the program. And then there's then there's also his whole, like, he likes to be a member of the media, even though he's not, argue with reporters. I, I don't know. There's just something inauthentic, I guess, that comes across with him where it is. Uh, so what is the definition of cheese? Well, I think I think it's like like to me politicians are cheesy. Like if a politician, have you ever have you ever seen a politician that was actually funny like in no, real life? No, like no. when a politician tries to be funny, 
it literally makes my skin crawl because there's not any politician that's ever told a joke that I thought was actually a real joke that they did. I feel that way about coaches. Like when coaches get up, I mean, I would say to a coach, if you're about to say something and you think you're about to be cute, unless you're Lane Kiffin, don't say it. Because chances are it's going to be very cheesy. Now, Lane Kiffin's able to do it, I argue, Aaron. I think he's one of the few coaches that I actually don't think is cheesy in the way that, say, Jim Harbaugh or some of the others are. You know, may he rest in peace, but... I th- I don't think Mike Leach was cheesy at all. No, I don't either. And I, and, I, and, I, and, I think... thought, and I thought he was hilarious, um, dry but hilarious. The what you're saying is cheesy is the like hugging and kissing babies and the, the that part of the politics. The kind of person who would say, you know what my favorite show is, and that's a little too cutting edge, but I like it, is if they say everybody loves Raymond. Like, if they think the funniest show on television is either King of Queens or Everybody Loves Raymond, then you're cheesy and corny because you like that sort of, like, bottled-up humor, right? Well, I... I... I, I like this show, so I'm not judging it in this way. But the Big Bang Theory definitely. The Big Bang, perfect, exactly. But you know what, Aaron, I will say this right now. If you're listening at home and your favorite comedy is the Big Bang Theory, you're a cheese ball. You just are. Now, that doesn't mean you're a bad person. It's not an insult. It, it is a little, but <laughs> but it's certainly, <laughs> it's certainly a little bit of an insult. We've got some people, I think, here, Aaron, who have suggestions. Yeah, let's get Justin is in Phoenix, has a cheese ball. What's up, Justin? Hey, what's up, fellas? So if anyone is a fan of the Big Bang Theory, it's got to be Andrew Luck. (laughs) (laughs) Right? I think you're right. I can see Andrew Luck Luck on the Big Bang Theory as a cast member. Exactly. He's enough to be that cheesy he epitomizes goofiness i like it justin aaron and i think I, that was I, a good I also, one so you know i find andrew luck still in this day and age very likable even though he's not in the public eye at all but he was definitely cheesy at the peak of his football powers for sure casey is in nashville next up on espn radio who you got casey hey guys up so, hey even though i love this dude as a just ferocious competitor I think Reggie Miller is so corny on the air. I agree. Reggie Miller, I'm with you. And, again, Reggie Miller is a player I love. But, like, on a show with Shaq and Charles Barkley who are really funny, and then they go to Reggie Miller, and he's like, you can tell, Aaron, during the break, he wrote a joke to try to make Charles and Shaq laugh. Uh And I always go, oh, Reggie, don't try so hard. I'm with you, Casey. I think he's very cheesy. So, So, Casey, thank you for the call. I think try hard is cheesy. Like the, exactly. You, like when it is, and again, this is someone else in sports who I really like. Uh oh. And I have, but Jim Nance is cheesy. Oh, <laughs> Jim! Can I tell you a quick Jim Nance story? Actually, sure. I want to save it. No, 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 I no, no. Have hold, a Jim hold Nance on, story on. because we got to get a break in. But let's tell Matt's Jim Nance story next. Plus, we'll keep him coming with your calls at triple eight say ESPN and one of our colleagues says the Bears are two years away from being Super Bowl contenders. Do you buy it? Canty and Carlin, Aaron Goldhammer, Matt Jones on ESPN Radio. Wait till you hear this Jim Nance story, Aaron. Feeling like you need a marketing degree and an extra day in your week to successfully market your small business? 
Let Constant Contact do the heavy lifting for you. Constant Contact's award-winning marketing platform has powerful tools that make it easy to grow your audience, engage your customers, and sell more to boost your business. Now, in just a few clicks, you can launch a marketing campaign that's tailored to your business and goals. That includes email, social, SMS, and more. So you can sell more, raise more, and fast-track your business growth. Plus, you can always count on Constant Contact's award-winning customer support for guidance along the way. So get going and start growing your business today with a free trial at ConstantContact.com. Constant Contact, helping the small stand tall. This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a location near you. Again, try Jets' signature eight-corner pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza. Better because it has to be. Did you miss Canty and Carlin? Why are we playing the Masters music in December? Because Matt has a Jim Nance story that he'd like to share with all of us. It's Canty and Carlin. Mm, well, first the of all, Matt. we were talking about who are the cheesiest or corniest people in sports, right? And I, just for the record, was not the one that said Jim Nance. You were. All right, so don't put this on me, Ricky no, Bobby. I, I said I, this I, was said I you loved, that said I said this. I love Jim Nance, but when he says, you know, a tradition like no other, the Masters. The story I'm going to tell you embodies how both Jim Nance is one of the nicest people I've met, but it is also pretty cheesy. It was the Final Four in 2012, and I was doing my radio show, and Kentucky was in it, and Kentucky won that title with Anthony Davis. And I was doing my show with my co-host, Drew Franklin, and he came over, and we just sort of yelled at him and said, Jim, will you come on the air? And Aaron, he said yes. And, you know, that's weird for people to do, just walking by. He came on. He was nice. And when it was over. Now, you got to remember, at this point in my life, I'm like 35. So I'm not a kid. But I think he thought I was like 22. (laughs) So when it was over, he patted us both on the head. And he said, you boys have quite a future. And he said, I want to give you something. And he reached into his pocket. And he was carrying with him a pin that you would like wear on your shirt, and it oh. said, Hello, Friends. And he handed me a Hello, Friends pin. And then he said, Oh, no, I don't have a Hello, Friends pin for you, Drew, but I will bring you one tomorrow, I promise. And we were like, Oh, well, thanks, man. And he leaves. The next day we see him, and he comes running over, and he says, Drew, don't worry. I have your Hello Friends pin. And he hands it to him. And that's my point. It was very nice of him. But he sort of looked at this like, these young whippersnappers are going to be so happy to have a Hello Friends pin. And I just thought that's a little cheesy, right? That you would give your catchphrase pin to these two people hosting a radio show at the Final Four. But also, he left a mark and impression on you. But I, I'm not <laughs> disagreeing did. with you that his act is a little cheesy, but it's classic. It's, 
it's timeless and the masters wouldn't <laughs> like feel the, the same without it yes. but it but the masters in and of itself is kind of cheesy. i agree with you i think the masters is cheesy this whole like hey there's birds chirping in the background and it's a tradition unlike this any song other is cheesy i we agree love it because, and the pimento cheese sandwich is definitely Ooh. literally and figuratively <laughs> cheesy who wants to eat pimento cheese no one has ever said to themselves it's a hot april day give me some pimento cheese but at the masters they do and when you're there there are other sandwiches that are much better options but you always end up getting the pimento because you it's like tradition and you have to but even the other sandwiches like egg salad who is eating egg salad in 2022 I did. I had about five of them. They're a dollar fifty at the at the little thing. And oddly, it being a dollar fifty is oddly cheesy. The fact that it's so cheap is kind of cheesy. But nevertheless, Candy and Carlin. I'm Aaron Goldhammer. He is Matt Jones with his Jim Nance story. Hello, friends. Hello, friends. Uh, Hello, friends. Uh, You know who else is cheesy? Your story made me think of another one. Uh, we were doing our show uh, in Cleveland at Browns training camp on a really hot summer day when the Browns were terrible. I mean, it, you looked at the team during training camp and you knew there was 0% chance that they were going to win five games, let alone get to the playoffs. And they had a Monday night preseason game because Johnny Manziel was on the team. So everybody wanted to see what this new phenomenon in the NFL was going to be like. And in strolls, a guy who I think is pretty darn cheesy, John Gruden. <laughs> and well, yeah, yeah, I agree. He's cheesy. And uh, he gives me a hat from the. Oh, he FF- gave you a hat. Well, that's he, nice. He did from the FFCA, but it was it was a visor. It wasn't a hat. It was like the you know the. Gruden, what is the FFCA? The Fired Football Coaches of America that he used to do when he did those Gruden quarterback camps for ESPN. Um, so, you know, I'm glad the, you have that. The, the, it, your, your story. Yeah. I'm like, what am I going to do with this fire? But well, what thanks, am I going to do with my coach? hello friends pin? It, I, it's, it's, I will tell you though, it's up in my room right now. Singletary in Colorado though, has a good one. I yes. want him to be able to give it. Go ahead. Singletary. Oh man. You know who eats pimento cheese? Chris Collinsworth. That's who yeah, eats pimento yes, cheese all year so round. That's right. the cheesiest. Man, he's a cheese corn casserole. I don't know how many times I've had to turn the game all the way down just so I didn't have to listen to him rant about intangibles. A cheese corn casserole. Oh, 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 Patrick Mahomes, Aaron. Patrick Mahomes. Look, I mean, oh, oh, oh. Patrick. Oh, oh, Al. Can you look at Patrick, Al? Yes, uh, I, I, I like Chris Collinsworth a lot, but I can't deny that there is a little in his enthusiasm for blocking. Oh. There is a little bit of cheese. Hunter is in Oregon, is on ESPN Radio on Canty and Carlin. I'm Aaron Goldhammer with Matt Jones. What's up, Hunter? (laughs) What's up, guys? Hey, yeah, I got one. uh, Big come from behind on the cheesy scale, but in the last year, gotta be Brian Kelly, man. The LSU (laughs) version of Brian Kelly. (laughs) Me and my family are glad to be here in Louisiana. (laughs) And like, what? That's when not how you sounded last you're week. Faking it that hard, right? Then, then you fall into the category of cheesy for sure. Jared in Denver is up next on ESPN Radio. Go ahead, Jared. Who's cheesy? 
Hey guys, hope all is well. Hope the families are good. Uh, on my list, I've got LeBron. Um, came into the yeah. league when I was in sixth grade. Yeah. Had the whole Hummer and the Xbox or PlayStation or whatever. Then he comes out and he does this uh, this new Hummer electric thing. Then, of course, you've got the decision. You've got him coming to my Lakers and choosing to but have to have so much input that we uh, – put our eggs all in a basket of a bunch of older yeah, players. I, you're not, right, not really though. I mean, like, listen, you're, you're talking about basketball decisions, but I actually think he's right about LeBron. And I'm a LeBron fan, okay? I'm one of the people that'll say second best player and closer to first than people act like. But Aaron, LeBron – it's all a little much. There's always drama, and there's – I mean, everything's like a big thing. Like, I, 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 LeBron's got some cheese to him, don't you think? Just go read the letter again when he came back to Cleveland. That's right. It is dripping with delicious, melty Gouda cheese all the way home. Triple H, say ESPN is our number. Up next – Matt is a Bears fan, and one analyst at ESPN, who might be a little cheesy himself, will give him plenty of reason to be excited about the Bears' future. We'll explain. It's Canty and Carlin on ESPN Radio. Robert Half Research indicates 9 out of 10 hiring managers are having difficulty hiring. If you have open roles, chances are you're feeling this too. That's why you need Robert Half. Our specialized recruiting professionals engage with our proprietary AI to connect businesses of all sizes with highly skilled talent in finance and accounting, technology, marketing and creative, legal, and administrative and customer support. At Robert Half, we know talent. Visit roberthalf.com today. 10 seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships, your skills, your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. Yo, check this out from Canty and Carlin. We are presented by Progressive Insurance. It is Canty and Carlin, ESPN Radio, ESPN app. We're on Sirius XM Channel 80, Triple H, say ESPN. We're talking today about the cheesiest person in sports because Dabo Sweeney may have set a cheesy record for something that he said. We'll reset that in just a second. But before we do that, we've got to get up to get down. It's get up in the morning. Good morning. It is time to get up. But in the afternoon, we get down. Get down on it. It's time for Get Up, Get Down. Get down on it. Well, Dan Orlovsky today was talking about your favorite team, Matt, the Chicago Bears. And yes. where they're going with Ryan Poles as their GM and Justin Fields as their quarterback. This was on, of course, Get Up. Take a listen. The general manager for the Bears is good at his job, and I hope that he is. They're going to be Super Bowl contenders in 2024 with Justin Fields. Nice. That's a long way to go. Yesterday, Matt Eberflus <laughs> yeah. was, was asked about having a number one wide receiver. Wait, hold on. Is this a different thing, or is this related to what we're doing now? Jump in, Evan. Help me, help me out here. 
Well, look, Matt Eberflus was asked about whether having a number one wide receiver is more important now than ever. And the reason he's asked that, Aaron, is because we've got to have a number one wide receiver if we're going to be gotcha. good there for the go. Bears. Because that really is the thing that they're, they're leaving out for Justin Fields, right? Like, they do not have – the offensive weapons are the problem. And my guess is, Orlovsky, when he himself is not being cheesy, my guess is that he's making the argument that they've got to find weapons because the one thing that has happened this year for the Bears, Aaron, is that Justin Fields has, to me, shown himself to be good enough to be an elite quarterback in the NFL. I don't think he is elite yet, but you can see that progression, at least as a Bears fan, I can. You're neutral. Do you think that he's on that path? I think he's proven to be an incredible runner, but I don't know that he's proven yet that it can be sustainable because he's just getting annihilated. But but and he I, might not get annihilated if he had weapons in an offensive line. Uh, okay, but the, this, the whole act of him feeling like he's got to go for a seventy-five yard touchdown every time he runs the ball, like that, that it's not sustainable because he's not going to stay healthy, not because he's not talented enough. But we we keep saying that though about these running quarterbacks, and I'm just not sure if that's true anymore. I mean, I, how many years have we said that Lamar's going to get hurt? He's not going to, and like he has. he's still. He, he has, has, but has he been hurt any more than pocket passers have been hurt? I mean, I, 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 I think, go- he, I think so. I, I think you've got to. Matthew and, Stafford is out for the year. I mean, we can go through all of these quarterbacks that are out for the year, but when Lamar gets hurt, it's somehow against what running quarterbacks do. I heard Lamar say in an interview at the beginning of the year that he would argue he is able to anticipate and avoid injury more than a pocket passer who gets blindsided and then gets knocked out. But he exposes himself, you can't deny, to a lot more hits than a guy who is standing there reading the defense, making the throw the vast majority of the time. And I I know, like Jalen Hurts had an incredible year this year, and I don't think he's necessarily put himself in harm's way, a lot of people get hurt playing football, and now Hurts is injured. I think the Baltimore comparison, though, Matt, is interesting because they haven't had good receivers like ever. And it has put, I think, too much pressure on Lamar to have to make every single play. But isn't I, the Philadelphia example, though, of if you give receivers like Jalen Hurts has? Don't If Justin Fields had the rest of Jalen Hurts' offense, you don't think he could be just as successful? I do. I, I well, then, then, he's you, on, then Dan's you, right. You got me there. So what would happen if Fields and Hurts switch teams? I think Fields would or Hurts would struggle, and Fields would be good. Now, would he be 12-1 or 13-1? I don't know. I mean, there's Jalen Hurts, but so is Justin Fields. Played for college teams where he was surrounded by talent. And I think if you – but if you put him with those Philadelphia weapons – do I think the Philadelphia would uh, the Eagles would still be a contender? Yes. So I think what Dan is saying, which is if the GM gives him weapons, then yeah. why can't he be successful? Well, I, I, Matt Eberflus talked about this and the need for a number one receiver. You know, it's coming off an offseason where A.J. Brown switched teams, Tyreek Hill switched teams, Devontae Adams switched teams. Now, other than quarterbacks, these receivers – as you hear Ibraflus allude to, are the hottest commodity in the NFL. I think it is, uh, but I think if you go back in time, it's always been that way. There's always been that the elite receiver, you know, on the outside that has impacted the game. Uh, so these guys are the, the the fresh new guys that we have now, um, and they come in all different sizes, right? You know, all different shapes, all different sizes, all different skill sets. But uh, it's something that you need to have, you know, because they do change the game. 
He's wrong, though, about that. I mean, he's right in saying that there have always been receivers that were impacts. But I don't think it's – today, I don't think you can win a title unless you have an elite receiver. And, and that wasn't always the case, Aaron. I mean, well, there listen, have been times you could Randy win. Randy Moss never won anything. Uh, T.O. never won anything. Jerry Rice certainly did. But the, a lot of the great receivers of, like, the 2000s, they didn't – Chad Johnson, they never won anything. They hardly and I don't got think to that, the Super Bowl. And I don't think you can do that now. I mean, I think you have to have – one of those guys. I mean, the Rams do not win without Cooper Cup, right? Agreed, and agreed. you look at the and you look at these great teams right now, whether it's Stephon Diggs or in Kansas City with with Kelsey, you know, all of these teams need a guy like that. And if you don't have that, then I just don't think you can win at the highest level. So I I, I agree with him that good receivers have always been important, but now I think they're almost crucial. Like you have to have them. Well, the other interesting point here to me is when I was growing up, all the kids wanted to play running back. That was the mm-hmm. sexy position to play. Got the ball I think, a lot. I think now, because you got the ball a lot and because you were an Emmett Smith fan or you were a Walter Payton fan if you were a little generation behind Barry that, Sanders. right? Barry Sanders. Yeah. Barry Sanders. Terrell Davis, right, The uh, where, where, which is where I grew up. I grew up in Denver. Now I think that the most talented player on the team – either plays quarterback or wide receiver. And I even think now when I watch youth football, Matt, I think tight end is now because of Kelsey and Gronk and is a kind of a sexy position for big-time athletes to want to step up and play. If you were to ask, where are the best athletes in football? I think in general you're at the wide receiver position. I mean, I think in general the the guys who you would say who are the best athletes, that's where they are. I also want to note, we we have a lot of fans, Aaron, here on Canty and Carl, and especially today, Katie wrote in. And she wrote Chris Canty and said this, Chris, when are you back? Matt Jones is awful and ruining my day with his terrible show. He Hmm. even trashed the Masters, which is the worst move ever. Please come back. I want to thank you, Katie, for those kind words and wish you a Merry Christmas and tell you Chris will be back very soon. Happy holidays from all of us here at the family at Candy and Carlin. The holiday spirit is really flowing throughout all of America. More Candy and Carlin is next and as we continue with Katie or without Katie. I'm not sure which. She's probably on ESPN Radio and the ESPN app. Check out Canty and Carlin, weekdays on ESPN Radio and on ESPN+.